We have beautiful readings this morning that go together, that reading from the Old Testament, the first reading from the Book of Wisdom. It's really meant to parallel our Lord's Gospel that he gives to us today. And of course, we think about the author of the Book of Wisdom. It's King David's son, King Solomon, the man who was asked, I can give you anything. What do you want? And he asked to be wise for that wisdom and has this beautiful reflection about how it's more important than any throne, any sort of power, any riches. Do not compare to that prudence and wisdom that you have. And and we realize that there's a hierarchy of treasures. There's material possessions that we have, then there's treasures of the mind and intelligence, being able to know things, then there's treasures of of the soul, right? To be able to be virtuous, able to be wise and uh, they're not all this all on the same level there's nothing bad about owning material possessions but if that for you becomes the most important thing there's a there's a problem things are out of order like we got this good guy who goes up to the lord in the in the in the in the gospel and he's like yeah you know i've been trying to follow the commandments but when the lord said think you've got an unnecessary attachment, an inappropriate attachment to your worldly possessions. You need to get rid of that in order to follow me. It shows that he was not really able to live uh, in, from his understanding without those things. So he kept them. And we begin to see that you know, you've got to be able to think about the other first. That, it's that spiritual physics of thinking about you know the more we try to keep for ourselves the less we have. And the more we first consider the other person, the person in front of us, our family members, the people in our community, the more the Lord will work through us with his grace. And it's hard right now because it's a divisive time that we live in. I don't need to tell anybody that. It's very easy to find an explosive disagreement. And uh, it's been on my heart for months now. Why are we so divided? Why is there such separation between people and we're willing to just go at it immediately? And, um, you know, it's been something I was praying about. And before Monsignor left for sabbatical, I was able to get away a few days for vacation. I was actually able to go over to to Ireland and visit with guys I studied with in Rome, priests from Scotland. They have family there. So I had a unique experience of being able to not really be a tourist, but immediately kind of get plugged in to the local community up there and in Northern Ireland. And between doing the family things and going and visiting the local establishments, you know, the fact that three priests were in the area kind of got out pretty quickly. And uh, within like five days of being over there, I was out for a walk and twice on a walk, someone pulled over and was like, hey, father, how's it going? And it's not like I was in clerics, I was in workout clothes, but everyone knows everyone over there. And I knew I wasn't a local and uh, knew I, I was a priest. And it's like, holy cow, five days in, and I already kind of feel a part of the community. And you know, like one day we went over to Derry to visit that city in, in Northern Ireland. And it's a very old city. There's not buses. There's not even a lot of driving. Like people walk. They're going around and you see all the kids going to school and they're talking to each other and they're communicating. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of crazy. 
And uh, when you are in the car, every car you pass, I mean, the roads are about as big as this Ambo, so you gotta pull over and as you go by, you wave to the person. Just acknowledge them and they wave back. They're probably cousins, I don't know, but they're waving at everybody. I'm like, this is incredible. So I started to think about you know, the differences in our culture and the way that we've even set up towns. Uh, you need to have a car. Not that there's anything bad with having a car, but I'm driving down Randall and I'm thinking about how many dozens and hundreds and thousands of cars do I pass in a relatively short amount of time. I don't know who they are. I don't know where they're going. I don't know what's going on. And I begin to, to realize that we're in our own little bubbles so often. And this bubble is influenced by our social media, the news that we watch, the people that we talk to, and this sort of primitive tribalism takes place where if you're not in my bubble, shun you. And as soon as you come up against someone who's not in your bubble, it gets explosive real quick. I think, you know, probably COVID has accelerated that process. But I was thinking about the sign that we have, you know, right up there on those banners. And as you walk in, and you, know, you belong here. You belong here. Who do we mean by that? We don't mean just the people who go to church here, but Monsignor Deutsch is the pastor. He's responsible for every soul in the boundary of this parish, St. Charles. And they are the people who, who belong here. That's our community. There's billions of people in this world, and these are the ones that God has, has put in our lives. And how often do we just blow right by somebody? Don't even think about talking to them or acknowledging them. And I'm not going to say you're going to save the world by saying hi, but it, it's a start. The other day I was walking on Crane Road and you know, just out of curiosity, I did a little experiment. Every car that, wiped, that, that drove by gave them one of these. They might have thought I was weird. They might have thought I was odd. Tell you what, no one waved back, not one person. One of them was Father Jack, too. What the heck? And it's a relatively small sample size. But I just started to think, you know, when we begin to think about the treasures of our heart, the treasures of our mind, putting someone else before us, being attuned to what's going on in their life, and like, hey, you, you're a child of God, I see you. What would happen if we began to do that? Even if it was just walking out of church, instead of beelining it to our car as fast as we can, you know, being neighborly, allowing yourself to develop that connection and re recognizing like, hey, you're a part of my family. We live here together, we worship together, we go through life together. And just having that sort of mentality of putting another person before your immediate need, it's amazing what the Holy Spirit can do to that. So brothers and sisters, in a world and a culture that fosters division, how is the Lord calling us to create community, to foster family? I think that's what a lot of this has to deal with. So as we receive the Eucharist today, let's ask the Lord to really be open to when the Holy Spirit is calling us to help someone belong, to help someone feel a part of this community, part of God's family. And maybe through that, we'll find a deeper connection of understand how we belong here, how we are participating in 
the communion of Christ, a part of the body of church, uh, the church's body, so that we can be together and allow ourselves to understand one another. And through that connection and that friendship, the truth of really being able to love someone can come through. So let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us with that today, to always see the opportunity to lift someone up and help them belong.